if you are literally doing a grounded practice of manifestation, like you are taking back your power as a co-creator. So you're not just saying, oh, this thing is like only up to the universe and all I can do is sit around and wait. When you're co-creating and when you're doing it in a grounded way, you realize like you do have some power. Yes, there is divine timing, right? Yes, there is the fact that you might not get what you want. You might get something better. Like you might get something completely different that you didn't even realize you wanted or needed. Now let the magic begin. Hello, hello, and Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul expanding podcast for the creative and the curious, a heart opening podcast, might I add. I'm so excited to share this special episode with a new friend, Deandra Nicolette, who is a brilliant, multifaceted soul. She's a writer, an entrepreneur, an artist of life, and the host of the Manifest Daily podcast. Quite phenomenal. Anyway, I loved her non dogmatic approach to manifesting, along with with her emphasis on making manifestation work for you, especially if, you know, the non-traditional methods don't really seem to vibe or to resonate with you or feel right for you anymore. And we we get into a variety of topics and I just loved her energy throughout it. In fact, before we started chatting, I was feeling a little down and she just happened to uplift me with her infectious spirit. So in this episode, we first talk about how she took the leap to move to a location that was calling her that she followed due to her astro cartography and how she recognizes and distinguishes her intuitive voice from her mind and the power of taking leaps and following the intuitive voice when it is nudging you to take the leaps. We also talk about her journey, her spiritual journey, her manifestation journey, and her experiences with manifestation and how she sees manifestation. And she emphasizes the importance of being patient with your manifestations. And she talks about conscious manifestation versus grounded manifestation and being open about your manifestations. She's clearly very passionate about manifesting, hence her podcast, Manifest Daily. And we also get into what happens when you tell others about your dreams, your manifestations, your visions. Then we get a little personal and talk about dating and being a single woman and not settling. So it's a sweet little bit towards the end, which might be nice for the single women listening, my single queens listening, single men, single non-binaries listening. So whether you're single or you're in a relationship, it's obviously an expansive experience for your soul. And so I wanted to throw this little tidbit in the intro just to keep in mind when we talk about dating and not settling. And so it was nice that we both received very similar signs from the universe that remind us why we're single right now and very happy about it. But the focus of this podcast episode is definitely around manifesting and it's just fun to hear her manifestations. I freaking love Deandra, an amazing human who I hope we have on the show more because it was fun connecting with her. Anyway, so I hope that you enjoy this episode and the sponsors of the show will be in the show notes. So there's a new sponsor system, so they do change out. I'm not going to be sharing them in the intro anymore, but I hope that you do check out whoever is sponsoring this episode at the time you're listening to it. I hope that you check them out in the show notes, but I might as well plug right here. 
the Your Own Magic membership site for $22.22. Just a one-time payment, so no monthly payments. It's full of meditations and spiritual journalings and more. And there's a wealth of meditations by me in the library. And that is at yourownmagic.life. Anyway, with all that being said, let's get on with the show, shall we? And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Deandra Nicolette. So happy that you came on the show. I just know that the listeners are going to love you. So thank you for coming on. Yes. And thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited for this conversation. (laughs) Why am I singing? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're a joyful person. So my first question that I ask all the Euromagic guests is what is lighting you up most in this season of your life? Ooh. Oh my gosh. I don't know why I just got chills. I like feel like I just get chills all the time when you ask, like when people (laughs) ask questions like that. But I would say... Say, I I think honestly, it's just like the life that I'm living right now. So I um kind of I was I was gonna say recently, but literally it's been a year now. It's gonna be a year next month actually. But I moved to Dallas and I moved here. I don't know anyone here. I'm trying to make friends and stuff like that here. But being in this specific place, like being so outside of my comfort zone, kind of trying to figure out like myself, trying to figure out who I am in this specific chapter, allowing myself to evolve, getting to know myself, building new routines. Like it's been such fun and I'm just enjoying that. Like, so literally just like daily living in Dallas, (laughs) essentially. Good for you, by the way, for going out of your comfort zone and just going somewhere unknown where you don't know anybody, but just because you felt the call to. Why do you think Dallas called you? Yes. I honestly, okay, so I literally looked at my astro cartography chart one day. Uh, Yes, yes. Yes. I don't know if you've ever looked into yours. Like I am by no means a reader, okay? But I like (laughs) looked at this one chart and Dallas was actually on my, I think it's like my MC line. It was on a specific line where it said like, this is a line where you may feel like you're at home in this place. And so I took a visit to Dallas. And of course, like, I don't know, maybe it's, you know, placebo because I was thinking like, it's going to feel like home or I don't know. <laughs> I was like super open to the experience. And I kid you not, yeah. like, I went to the car, I got an Airbnb. I was like, I'm going to pretend like I live here and see how it is. And I truly felt like I was from here. I like felt like <sighs> I lived here. I was doing all the things. I was going to Starbucks. I was going to La La Land. I was going to Target and like buying <laughs> random things. And yes. I just loved it. And so I was like, yes, I don't know anyone here. Yes, this is a leap. But it just felt really right. And I've had so many moments in my life where I just I've had to take leaps. And I've learned to like listen to my gut and listen to my intuition when I'm being prompted to do something. Because when I don't, it tends to go very left very quickly. So I was like, well, I guess I'm moving to Dallas. Bought a one-way ticket, shipped my car, shipped like all my things and hopped on a plane and got here. That is what we call following the flow. And I'm so glad you did because look at you. So how long have you been there? It sounds like you're thriving and happy there. Yeah. So it's going to be a year uh, next (gasps) month. So literally uh, Valentine's Day week. (laughs) So we love that. Oh my gosh. I love that for you. We love that for you. Congratulations on that. I'm curious when it comes to tapping into your intuition, Mm -hmm. how do you personally connect with this side of yourself, this piece of yourself? I would say a lot of what I have learned uh, intuitively about connecting with my intuition has come from 
not connecting with that piece and kind of learning what that has felt like. So I have a lot of tales in my life of times when I didn't listen to my intuition. Like I sort of got this, like this feeling of I should do this thing or I should, you know, take this leap or I should whatever. And, you know, not understanding it at the time, I completely ignored it and was like, no, like that's obviously not logical. Like, let's just not do that because that's quite insane. And every single time I've ignored that piece, that nudge, things have, like I said, gone very left very quickly. And from those experiences, it's sort of like when you're, you know, a kid and you're learning how to walk and, you know, you fall down often. And so by falling down a lot, you sort of learn how to actually get better at the process of walking, or at least that's, you know, what I assume. I literally have never had a child. So I'm just assuming that, but it is kind of the same thing. It's like, you know, with your intuition, like when you don't, listen to it, it kind of teaches you what happens when you don't. And then you sort of learn what it means to receive messages and what it means to follow your intuition for yourself. And it looks differently to everyone. I know for me, I just get this like deep knowing, like there's no other way to explain it. Like I'll have no physical evidence of a thing. I'll have no logical explanation, but I will just know something in my heart, like deep in my gut. And I'll be like, I'm going to do this thing or I'm going to not do this thing because I just have a feeling and like there's no other way to explain it. But like I said, through not listening to that part of myself, I've learned what happens. And so I've gotten to a place now where I just say yes to it almost every time. I mean, there are times when I feel afraid and I won't listen to it at first. And then I sort of, you know, remember what happens Mm -hmm. when I don't do that. And then I'll sort of ease myself into it. But yeah, it's just been through a process of like ignoring that part of myself and ignoring like that message and learning what happens. What a powerful message to realize something went through the contrast of it, through the contrast of experiencing mm-hmm. it for myself as well. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how many times I just, I, I would have these strong nudges, but my mind would get in the way and tell me otherwise and tell me to ignore it and mm. tell me to not, you know? And so I think that that's a powerful way to know your intuition and hear that voice. And now that you hear that voice, how do you block your mind or prevent your mind from preventing you from moving forward and pursuing it, pursue what the intuition is telling you. Yeah, I would say it's, again, kind of similar. It's been through like the process of actually taking those steps, like the actual process of doing that thing. Um, I've had moments where, again, I've listened to my intuition, again, after learning how to do that and learning what that looks like for me. And when I've done that every single time, it has truly worked out in such a beautiful, magical way. And so the more that I do that, the more that I start to trust. And I think when you're at the very beginning of this process, right? And when you're learning like, what does my intuition sound like? And how do I listen? And how do I trust? A lot of it at the very beginning is difficult because you don't know exactly what it feels like to trust that part of yourself. Like you don't know what that looks like. There is a lot of fear involved. There is a lot of fear of the unknown But the more that you actually do it, right? So it starts with that one step, like the one time you get the message and you're like, you know what? Let me just listen to this. Like, (laughs) let me just go ahead and try this and see what happens. And then it turns out beautifully. And you're like, okay, so that's what happens. Then you get the message again for something else. And you're like, I remember that last time I listened to my intuition and it worked out so amazingly. So why don't I try that again? And then you do it again. And then again, you now have even more faith in yourself, even more faith in that inner feeling and that inner knowing. 
And the more that you do that, the more it gets stronger. So I'm at the point now where it's like, I'll get those messages. And like I said, I even still have moments where I'll doubt and I'll be like, oh, like, I don't know this. Is this really the right step? Like, I don't know. But then I'm like, let's think about all the other times when you took a major leap and it worked out so well. And how many things you learned from that, how many, you know, connections you made from that, how much happiness that brought you. And so it for me is always that reminder of like, let's go ahead and do this and and see what happens. And the other thing too is like, you gotta remember a lot of the stuff, especially when you're having nudges with your intuition, like for the most part, a lot of the stuff isn't necessarily permanent, right? And so it kind of gives you that um that freedom to allow yourself to explore and to be like, okay let me go down this path and do this thing and try this. Yes. And like, if it doesn't work out, like there's, there is a plan B in some ways. Like when I was considering moving to Texas and taking the sleep, I was like, okay, worst case scenario, I ship all my stuff to Dallas. I like go there, I move there and I hate it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not stuck. Like yeah. I'm literally not stuck. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes, it would cost money <laughs> to get right. back, to go back to Boston and to, you know, undo all the things. But I'm like, I could literally like, you know, maybe stay there for a few months, like work and save and, and move back. And I'm literally not stuck in that place. And I think we we do have to come back to that knowing and that remembering that like everything is uh, impermanent. Yes. And in some ways, that's such a beautiful thing to know and remember. Oh, yeah. And that allows us to feel like, okay, maybe I can take this leap because you know what? If it doesn't work out, at least there's a plethora of other options out there for me. Or let's say you're also not happy with where you're at. If you decide to take a leap to try something completely new, perhaps you can always like go back to the comfort zone of where you're at or you'll experience something new that will expand and you'll feel recharged and rejuvenated from where you were at. So it doesn't ever hurt to take those leaps. And exactly, it seems like you are all about taking leaps. And so how has taking leaps guided you in your life? What does it even mean to take leaps? Because I know that there's a plethora of ways we could take leaps. Yeah. So like there are so many different ways, like you said, to take a leap. But I always sort of liken it to any thing that's like really wildly beyond your comfort zone, your routine, what you know, what you're used to is a leap. So that can look so many different ways in your everyday life. You know, um, maybe even like something like, okay, you go to the same um, coffee shop every single day. And so like maybe one day you're like, I'm going to just go to a different coffee shop to work. Like that doesn't seem like, oh my God, it's a huge leap. But like <laughs> if you're someone where you're so set and used to your routine that like the idea of going somewhere else and switching things up kind of makes you a little nervous, like makes you feel like a little like, ooh, like I don't know, like that is a leap for you, right? So it might not be a leap for me, but that might be a leap for you. So again, there's, you know, levels to it and there's different things that you might call a leap, but those are just, that's like a little mini example. Obviously moving across the country, um, maybe entering into a relationship with someone, ending a relationship with someone, like all of these things, starting a job, ending a job, like those are all leaps. I would say the biggest thing about taking leaps is like, they have the potential to truly propel you along your journey in like a really wild and like very fast way, right? So if you're, think about it, if you're in like a certain routine and you're going along your way and you're doing a thing, like, yes, you're going to naturally progress. You're going to maybe like manifest the things that you want to manifest, like hit your goals, get there eventually, right? Through consistency, through routine, whatever. But when you take leaps, like you are essentially inviting the possibility of you just catapulting your journey in a completely yes, unknown direction, but also in like a really positive direction for yourself. So again, if you 
like decide that, okay, I'm going to like leave this job. I hate this job. I don't know what else is out there for me, but you know, I have a couple things in place, but like, I just know I don't want to be here. I know that I'm being called to leave this place and leave this thing. It's not serving me. Maybe you leave that job all of a sudden because you've left that job, you've now opened yourself up energetically for other opportunities to enter. So maybe if you're a freelancer, like all of a sudden, like clients are coming in. Maybe you have a business and something goes viral on TikTok or something and your business takes off. Like <laughs> literally, a lot of times we don't realize that when we aren't taking leaps and when we're just settling into our routines and we're not opening ourselves up to other things, like we're kind of blocking ourselves from seeing other opportunities or from allowing other opportunities to enter our life that could change our lives in like very, very positive ways very quickly. Oh my gosh. And I want to hear your story and what guided you into this confidence to take these leaps and also what guided you into spirituality and manifesting this world for yourself. I would love to hear Mm -hmm. it all. I want to hear your journey. Yeah. So honestly, like a lot of my interest and the stuff like started very young. Like I was always quite interested in like reality because I don't know, like I remember being a kid and I remember realizing that my thoughts had power. Like I would think a certain thing and then I would see something happen or someone would like say whatever I was just thinking. I'm like, that can't just be like a coincidence. Like there's something there, you know what I mean? And just having that recognition and that sort of grew and grew. And I got to college and eventually connected with someone, um, a friend of mine at the time who like, he was super into like spirituality, but he was like super deep into like, just like conspiracy theories and like all of these like wild things. And we sort of got into that together and I explored that side and got deeper into that by reading a lot of books. He suggested a lot of different texts. Um, at that time, I just, I started to realize the power of like your environment and who you surround yourself with, what kinds of things you surround yourself with and how that has the possibility to either nurture you or to really kill a lot of things within you. And so at the time I was just like really, I was really auditing my environment. Like I stopped watching the news. I just really ended a lot of relationships and friendships that weren't serving me. I ended a relationship at that time in college that just like wasn't serving me at all. And that I was holding on to out of fear. And I was like, you know what, no more of that. And just really allow myself to evolve. And that continued happening. Um, And then eventually there was this like one day, I remember it was literally like, what year was it? Okay, I don't exactly remember the year. I'm so bad with like times like that. But I do know it was like right after the new year. I was at my best friend's house. And we literally had like gone to the club that night or the night before. And it was like the next day we like slept in or whatever. And I'd made this like goal book. And I made this book for us and I printed it out staples for both of us. And we were writing down like goals and things that we wanted to manifest for the year. And I remember sitting there and being like, I want to start a podcast. And I literally had no, there was no like, I don't know. I had no reason for wanting to start a podcast essentially. Cause at that time, I think obviously podcasts existed but they weren't what they are today where it's like the hype and everyone's like starting a podcast. <laughs> like I didn't even listen to podcasts. Like I didn't even realize the podcast app was on my phone <laughs> at that time. But I was like, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, I just like to talk. I want to kind of like talk and just, you know, ramble and whatever and just yeah. do that. So I started this podcast and at first it was like, 
business oriented. I'm like, I studied marketing. I studied psychology and sociology. So I'm like very business oriented. And so I was like, I want to teach people about business. And then eventually got to this point where I was just like, I'm really into like spirituality (laughs) and the taboo and talking about energy and talking about like manifestation. And so I tried to bring that in and bring it into the business and talk about how to create a business, but using spiritual practices. And then eventually I got this message that was just like, you need to get rid of the business. Like we're not talking about business anymore. And (laughs) it was just so, it was, sometimes you get the nudges and they're like quite annoying because it's like, but I've already done this thing. Like I've already set these things up. And it was like, no, like you need to get rid of this. Like we're not doing this anymore. And literally that day I sat down, uh, remember I was at my parents' house in the basement and I sat down and recorded the new intro for Manifest Daily, which is my podcast. And I changed the name. I changed the intro. I changed what we were going to be talking about. And I just went from there and I haven't looked back. And literally this journey has just been a journey of like exploration, right? Really, it's more so I've just been exploring what spirituality looks like to me. Like, asking questions, like trying to not necessarily find an answer because in many ways I don't think that we ever get to a place where there are completely concrete answers. We all have different perceptions of reality. Yes, so like, absolutely. You know, right and wrong, like yes and no <laughs> answers. Like they're yep. just – it's it varies, right? Mm-hmm. You get it. You get it. Yep, yep. <laughs> but I do love exploring and asking questions and really pondering like – If we're in this world and we're in this reality, right, and we believe in manifestation, we believe in co-creation, like, what does it look like to actually manifest your dream life? Like, first of all, what does your dream life look like? And then what does it look like to manifest that? And that's just sort of in my journey is, like, asking that question and, like, figuring out what that looks like in my life and sharing my message with other people who resonate with it. Some people, you know, resonate, they take what they take from it and they, you know, have a great result like myself. Some people don't like my message, don't like me. I mean, to each his own. (laughs) And that's just been that. I mean, same. If you put yourself out there, that's going to happen. Yeah, that's that just comes with the territory. Yeah, literally, I'm like, you're not for everybody. And that's that's okay. We're not supposed to be for everybody. So, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E-Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. 
So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their liquid lash extensions mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. I must know how you manifest. What practices you love to implement into your life. Yeah, I, it's so funny because I was like chatting with a friend about this earlier today because I'm very much like a grounded individual. I'm a Taurus. So maybe that has to do with like my grounded approach to it. Yeah. Is that your son? Yeah. That's my son's sign. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, I love the magic of manifestation, right? Manifestation is thinking about the fact that you can think about an idea, think about a certain reality that you want to experience, and you can bring that into your literal reality, like what we're experiencing every single day. And I love like all of the things like visualizing, uh, scripting, all that good stuff. But I also like to pair that with like a lot of just like action and inspired action. So going back to what we were talking about with the leaps, like taking leaps are an example of inspired action. Like that is literally inspired action because you have to do a thing, right? Like you, in order to take a leap, you're not just sitting at home and visualizing it. You got to get out there and, you know, do whatever it is that you're being inspired and called to do. So for me, my manifestation practice, like it shifted a couple of times. Like at one point I was really into like tarot cards and using those as tools. At another point in time, I used to use crystals a lot in my journey. And it's, changed it's evolved as we all do in our lives and at this point like really it I I've almost sort of left a lot of the tools behind because I've gotten to a point in my journey where I realize like my biggest tool is myself like my vessel like me and my mindset and I don't necessarily need the additional things like they're fun to use they're fun to have so it looks a lot like um Each, well, every year to start off the year, I love to think about what I want to manifest and like how that fits into sort of my greater idea of success and what I want a fulfilling life to look like for myself. And sometimes I don't necessarily have like the clear picture, but I have an idea of the feeling. I have an idea of like how I want my life to be, what things I value. I know I really value freedom, freedom of my time, freedom to experience my day, do whatever I want in my day that I want to do. I think a lot of people would say they value the same. And so I'm I'm aiming to build a life around freedom of my time um, that allows me to really explore and create. I love to create. So I want to be able to do that every day. And what that looks like is once I have an idea of like what I'm calling in for the year, I love to set like monthly goals and manifestations. So I have this note in literally on my phone, like it's a note section and I have a folder for it. And literally every month it's like, you can go back because I've been doing this for like a couple of years and it'll be like, you know, January, 2020 goals and manifestations, February, 2020. And I write them out and I categorize them too, because (laughs) 
I just love lists. Yes. <laughs> um, Sounds like it. I love a good list. But it's always a mix of things that are like things where it involves it's I'm a co-creator in the process. So what I mean by that is like there are things that I can take action on and be like, I did this thing. So if I write down like one of my goals is to go to the gym four days a week, like that's something that I can literally take action on and do and like have it happen. Like the only thing that could possibly stop me is maybe like, I don't know, something goes wrong in my car one day and I literally can't get to the gym. Like, do you know what I mean? But it's typically in my control. But I also mix it in with like manifestations where, for example, I might write down something like I'm manifesting this many followers on Instagram or this many downloads for the podcast that month. And like, that's not fully in my control, right? I can do, I can post, I can put my message out there, all these things, but I don't have control over like a lot of the other elements that are involved in something like that. But I like to write down a mix of that. And then I essentially like allow myself to look at that every single day and be inspired. Like sometimes I'll look at my list and I'll have like a really like cool idea come to me all of a sudden, like in the shower or something. And I'll be like, oh, this is the step I need to take. Like I'm feeling called to take this step. It doesn't make sense or maybe like feels like it has nothing to do with anything on the list, but I'm feeling called to take that step. And often like there've been a couple months where certain things don't manifest. However, I will say that like they'll usually end up like manifesting within the next couple months. So like yeah. everything I write down on the list, like, you know what I mean? It's 100%. I love it so much. Sometimes years. Sometimes years. Yes. I look back recently. I look back recently at a journal 2016. There was something I wanted to manifest and I didn't manifest it until end of 2020. Oh, I love that for you. And I was just thinking, dang, that is wild. Or like with the podcast, I wrote that down. I have it here. It was end of 2015. The podcast didn't happen. I met a friend who helped me out with the podcast and that happened 2017. So sometimes it takes like years. It could take months. It could take years. It's all about divine timing. And I love that no matter what you commit to it, that's what matters. Yeah. And also too, I would say like allowing it to change because sometimes, okay. So I would say like the vision board stuff. Um, I remember the other day I was like looking at the board that I made at my parents' house. This was what, 2019? And it's like, was it it 2019 or 2020? I think it was either 2019 or 2020. Uh All the things I had on that board manifested like this year or like, or or, like late last year. See? Yeah. So it was things like, just like a car, like a new car, like all of these things like happened. And it's like, it took a little bit of time. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it it ended up happening. Yeah. So you're right, like divine timing. And then sometimes too, like you change what you want to do. So True. sometimes like you put something on your board or you write something down, like I'm manifesting this. And then, you know, you evolve and you change as a person. And you're like, oh, wait, I actually don't really want this anymore. <laughs> yep. Like I want this instead. And that's okay. I'm like, allow yourself to change and evolve and like call in different things, however you feel. Amen. Exactly. And you also talk about conscious manifestation and grounded manifestation. So I'm curious, what are they and what's the mm-hmm. difference between the two? Yeah. So I always say like conscious manifestation because we're always manifesting because sometimes people ask me like, how, like, how do I start manifesting? And I'm like, well, you're always manifesting, right? Because again, if we like think about manifesting as like, you have this thought, you have this thing of like what you're trying to call in, like a vision of your specific reality. And then the manifestation part is like that coming to life. Like we're always doing that. You know what I mean? Like you might think about like, oh, I really want to get like 
those shoes or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, you pop up in TJ Maxx and like, they're the shoes that you wanted and they're on sale and they're like perfectly primed for you to have them. So it's like things like that always happen to people. But like, if you're not necessarily aware of it, you just think like, oh, it's a coincidence or like, oh, like this is just random or whatever. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So like conscious manifestation is when you start to get to a point where you're like conscious of that process. So instead of you, you know, seeing the shoes, instead of you like thinking, I want the shoes and just kind of letting it be fleeting thought being like, I'm going to like, this is something I'm manifesting. And then when it happens being like, I manifested that, like you're literally consciously aware that you participated in calling that thing in, that it's not just like a random fluke of your existence. It actually is something that you called in because you wanted it to come into your life. So that is conscious manifestation. It's so important. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, we're always doing this thing, but like, let's be aware of it. Like, let's wake ourselves up to like what is actually happening here. (laughs) Yes. Set the intention with the universe. Let the universe know or source God, whatever resonates with you. Exactly. So like literally what you just said, love that word intention. Like once you actually become conscious of the process, you begin to actually like set intention, say what you want to manifest. Like you now, like you're hip, like you're like, oh, I'm awake. I know what's (laughs) going on. Like, let's do this. I have to say, I love your energy and passion. Like I'm feeling so lighted right now (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited I'm like talking with my hands I keep thinking I'm gonna hit the mic and I'm like same I do that all the time. (laughs) And then the grounded part is like exactly what I said earlier talking about like the goal setting piece and not just leaving it up to like oh, you know, like I'm just going to put it in the hands of the universe, like, or I'm going to put it in the hands of God. I know some people do kind of think that way and have that approach. And like I said, everyone is different. So whatever your approach is, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying it is what you believe and what you believe is what you believe. But what I believe is that if you are literally doing a grounded practice of manifestation, like you are taking back your power as a co-creator. So you're not just saying, oh, this thing is like, only up to the universe. And all I can do is sit around and wait and like, I don't know, just let's see if it happens or it doesn't. Like when you're co-creating and when you're doing it in a grounded way, you realize like you do have some power. Yes, there is divine timing, right? Yes, there is the fact that you might not get what you want, but you might get something better. Like you might get something completely different that you didn't even realize you wanted or needed. However, when we do accept that we are co-creator, we can start to do like those grounded things such as taking aligned action. Like action is literally such a beautiful part of the process. And I, I don't know, I feel, I just don't like when I people talk, like they don't talk about the action enough. It's like, they talk about a lot of the magic, which I think is so beautiful, but then it's like, we do have to actually do a thing. Like yes. this is earth. Okay. This yes. is, we we're if you choose to believe that you come here to participate in human life and like, you know, the world, earth, whatever, <laughs> the matrix, whatever you want to call it. Like, yes, the fact of the matter is you can acknowledge the matrix. You can a- acknowledge that like, oh my God, we made up money and like, whatever, like none of this is really real. However, mm-hmm. you're part of this like <laughs> thing right so you yeah Yeah. so it's like you can be aware of it as what it is but you still have to participate in like you there's no way to not participate unless you like I don't know go off the grid and you're like living in the woods and even then like what like how like you need fire (laughs) I mean I don't know like you need things to do things like you know so you can't even like fully leave the grid either (laughs) so that's the other thing so it's like 
yeah, when you're doing it in a grounded way, you're acknowledging the action, you're acknowledging that you're a co-creator, you're acknowledging that you do have a say and you do have a way to participate in the process in a very earthly way, which I think is beautiful. You know what? You just brought something to my awareness that I have to say. You know how I said it took years to manifest certain things? Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, I also was not in the I was listening to a lot of different information that didn't that wasn't action focused and mm-hmm. during those years I wasn't taking inspired action I was just allowing the universe to just give it to me but mm-hmm. uh it, it it didn't come forward until I did take the action which did take time so inspired action is key and I'm happy you bring that up we love the inspired action and like we love it <laughs> I was literally saying this to a friend today One thing that I think too is that there is a little bit of, or not even a little bit, in some ways a lot, of privilege associated with the idea that you don't need to do anything. So a lot of times it's like if someone is saying you don't need to do anything, you can just sit back and manifest. In some ways that method may work really well for people who have family members or people in their environment who have been able to call things in really easily. And so when you see that in your environment and when you see those people doing that, for you, as you grow up, you start to believe like that's how life works. Like if I want something, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like Ariana said, like if you want it, you got it. You believe that that's how the world works. However. If you're someone that didn't have that growing up, like you didn't see people manifesting things with ease, you do have to work your way up to subconsciously believing that you can have things that you want in this life. And so part of that process involves action, right? And I'm not saying you have to sit here and like push and shove and force because desperate energy is also not like the vibe we want to be in either. No, That's obviously like not helpful. Mm But when you do start to take, you know, inspired action, you do start to like jump on those nudges and you start to see results happening from like your action and also you listening to your intuition, you kind of like uh, trusting divine timing, things like that. You start to like subconsciously believe like this is possible for me. This is a thing that I can have. Like I am able to call these things. in. so I do think the, the whole like, you know, you don't need to do anything. Like you can just <laughs> sit back and just be is kind of a privileged mindset. And like yes. literally a very small percent of the world can truly actually say that they subconsciously believe that they don't need to do anything to have everything they want. 100%. I had a lot of energetic insecurities and inner insecurities of just self and that blocked me from allowing myself to take that inspired action. So let's say I didn't even take an action and I just assumed the universe was going to come and gift it to me. It Mm -hmm. wouldn't have yet because I wasn't aligned with that manifestation yet because my I had so many shadows around certain things mm-hmm. that wouldn't allow that. I'd either have to take insane inspired action or insane action or do some inner work to let it go. That's when inspired action did come forward, though, is like when I finally let some shadows go. Action is definitely beautiful. And like I said, I, it doesn't have to be. I think I've just seen a lot of people talk about it as like this push like forceful energy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when we think about inspired action, it usually isn't that. Like you get an idea and you're like, oh, that sounds fun. Like maybe I should try that. (laughs) And it's just flowing and it's very fun. And I know like whenever I've gotten those moments that I'm doing the thing I'm inspired to do, like I'm having so much fun. I get lost in the moment. I like lose track of time. Like it was like the other day I like 
was driving home and I was listening to um, Meek Mill wins and losses. And mm-hmm. like the part of the song at the very beginning, there's like this person saying, they're like, you gotta, they're basically like saying, like, you have to eat your dream. Like you have to sleep your dream. Like they're basically saying you have to like super commit to like whatever it is that you want. And like, they were also saying you have to be able to see it when no one else can see it, which I think is a huge part of, yeah. you know, dreaming and manifesting. Yeah. And I oh, was like, chills. I same. Oh my gosh. But I literally was like, I want to do a reel with that as like the background sound and like do a motivational reel. And I came home and like just jumped on the idea. You know what I mean? It was something that was just like an inspired action thing. But like, there were so many people that commented on that were like, I needed to see this today or I needed to hear this today. Like this, this helped me today. And it's like, if I hadn't jumped on that idea and allowed myself to flow through that process of creating that and posting it, then people who needed that message or really, you know, someone who like used that message to do, take another action in their life, like they wouldn't have seen that that day. Right. Absolutely. And now you also talk about success, but you have redefined Mm -hmm. success in some way. So how would you define success for yourself? Yeah, honestly, for myself, like I said, definitely the freedom of time. Um, In many ways, I have that right now with like the way that I work and stuff like that. But I want to even, I have a a different version of it that I'm manifesting, but like really just the freedom Mm -hmm. of time. I want to be able to, you know, spend my days however feels aligned for me. I don't want to have to, I'm sure everyone can say this, like if I'm really not in the space to want to push and to really force things or to have to like do things that I'm not aligned with that day, I don't want to have to do it. If that makes sense. Absolutely. So that's the freedom of my time is a really big one. Um, another one I'm sure everyone listening can identify with is I want to have the financial means to provide for myself and in an abundant way and also my family as well. So I, you know, I'm not out here like I want a private jet. And if you want a private jet, do you? Okay, I'm not here yes. to judge. I really am not here to judge. But for me, like I've never cared to own a jet, okay? Um, however, for me, I want to be able to like, I, if I want to buy something like luxury one day, I don't want to have to be like, I have to save up for this. And like, this is something where I have to, you know, like check my account before I do certain things. Like I want to just be able to be like, okay, this is something I want. I'm going to get it. Or if my mom calls me and she's just like, oh, like I, I saw this thing on Amazon that I really like. Or I saw this thing yeah. on, um, she does a lot of crafts, like Joanne Fabrics. Like I want to be Aww. able to be like, oh, I just ordered it for you. Like it's on the way to the house. And uh, yeah. so it's just like those little things for me um, that are really important. So I, again, as a tourist, I think the security part is really important. I want to be able to curate my home in the way that I want to with really quality pieces that I want to. And like I said, in many ways, I can tell that that is very, it's, I'm in this place where in some ways I have bits and pieces of what I'm talking about here in my current life. And that's why I'm so excited because it's like, I have manifested this particular point. Like two years ago, I was in my parents' basement, um, was definitely not making the money I'm making today. The podcast, me, my mom, my best friend were the only people that listened to my podcast. Um, I like it, my life looked so different, but I was just like, I know that I can have this. Like, I know it's available to me. And so I'm going to call that in. And so 
two years later, here I am. Like, I'm, I'm, it, it's so funny. I used to ask my friends, like, how do people pay rent? Like, I never understood. I'm like, how do people have like that much money every month to like pay rent? Like, I kid you not. Yeah. I literally was like, how do people do it? But here I am. I'm able to pay rent and I do it on my own. I don't, I'm grateful and lucky enough and blessed enough to not have to have a roommate. And so, and it's like, I'm able to pay my bills and still have money left over to like, if I want to do something fun, I can do something fun, which is such a luxury. Like, people don't really realize like after you pay your bills to be able to say, you know, I'm going to go to Target and just like randomly shop for candles or to be able to like buy clothes or something like it's such a luxury that I'm just like, I, I'm so grateful for that. And so I know that like two years and two years down the road, three years down the road, even a year down the road, oh like gosh. things will look completely different for me. This summer. I, I'm like, <laughs> listen, I am open to whatever timeline God has in store for me. Like, I'm like, you know, if you want to triple my income by the end of the year, if you want to, I'm literally calling it a Porsche I'm Cayenne. I'm like, if you want to send me the Porsche, like I'm here for it. I'm so here. I've literally been seeing that yes. car every single day. And I'm like, God, I hear you. It's coming. I understand. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm open to like whatever, yes. you know? Yes. Yeah. No, seriously. I also love, love, I have to honor you for the fact that you're so open about what you want to manifest. And I genuinely believe that it's only going to come faster or more rapidly. I've noticed that yeah. I struggle to oh share my, my manifestations. Yes. People will share their manifestations with me and then it freaking happens like, yeah, or, you know, with anybody. And, and I just see it happen so fast and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, and I'm so glad that you do. And I just want to honor you for that. Cause that just lit something within many people listening. I know it. Yeah. And you know what it is? Okay. So here's my belief about that. Cause I know some people will be like, keep your thing secret. Cause yeah. evil eye and people, whatever, whatever. <laughs> okay. So I understand like keeping things secret if you want to, like, if you genuinely are like, I just don't really want to share right now, like what I'm calling in. Like I get that. Yeah. I think not sharing out of fear because you think someone's going to block your blessings. No one can block your blessings. No. It's like your blessings are your mm -hmm. blessings. Like you're kind of the only person that can like, I don't even say you can like truly like block them. I think you can delay them by like, you know, just like not listening mm -hmm. to your, to your intuition yeah. and you're going to get pushed off, you know, cliffs and stuff eventually. So like, don't <laughs> even worry about that. Like you can't even really block them. You'll just delay them a little bit. So like, when people are like, oh, I don't want someone to stop me from getting, I'm like, no one can stop me from getting what's mine. Like, it's mine. Like, yeah. literally no one. Like, humans are, like, we're not, in this human world, like, we're we're co-creators, but we're not, like, God. You know what I mean? So the other thing with that, too, is I genuinely also believe that when you say what you're calling in and you know it in your heart with, like, such a surefire, like, 100%, like, this is definitely coming, like, don't know what time, because divine timing, you know, it could be six months, mm -hmm. could be a year, whatever. I also believe that people pick up on that and they also believe what you say because they're like, wow, like she really, she knows this is coming for her. And so they tap into that. And in some ways, like, I don't necessarily think you can manifest for someone else in a way of like, I'm going to call in something for this person. But I do believe that like other people's energy of believing that you're going to get that thing also kind of like bounces back to you. And so you kind of believe it even more. And it sort of helps to like magnify the belief. Do you know what I mean? So true. 1000%. Yeah. Like a collective thought is an even more powerful thought exactly. and a more greater force for the universe. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. You get it. You get it. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, if they have doubt, 
routes. But the thing is, it's like, no, if it's meant for you, it is meant for you. I think it's because for so long, I've just kept so many sacred. And then later mm-hmm. on, I share when they finally have manifested. <laughs> I love that though. I mean, I get it though. Like the doubts thing is definitely real. And I, and I literally posted something, I think it was on Twitter the other day. And I was like, if you tell small minded people like your dreams and visions, do not be surprised when they try to tell you, like water it down a little bit, like think a little smaller. But the thing is, I think if you ever do share with someone, right, and someone hits you with a doubt or hits you with a, ooh, I don't know, you have to be so sure about what you are calling in if you do share it. Because if you do share it and you even have like, you know, you're a little nervous, you're a little like, ooh, I don't really know if I'm going to get this thing, I don't know, whatever. And like that person hits you with a doubt, now you're doubting yourself even more. So you do have to be pretty sure about like whatever it is you're calling in. And I will say I haven't shared like everything. I'm not necessarily trying to not share everything, but I just share whenever something comes to my head, I guess. Like people know, people here know, I'm literally trying to call my man in, okay? Wherever Hell my yeah. man's is, I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to call he him He might be in. listening. <laughs> hey! <laughs> but no, but yeah, so like that's a big one. The car, obviously, um, you know, a house, like th- things like that. But I also think that yeah, like I said, the doubt part, like you just have to know, like, cause I remember I was on, um, it was a FaceTime date the other day. Oh my gosh. L- literally our first and last. No, no. One of those. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. know. No, I, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah me and the <sighs> dating these days, we can get into that, but not really. Um, <laughs> I'm, down. So, I'm no, very <laughs> much down. Single lady over here. And yes. Oh my um, God. Are you? I yes. love that. I, Single and thriving. That's who we are right now, literally. But no, I'm on this call and I like, I can't remember how we got into this. I think I like mentioned something. We get into a conversation about like manifestation, like my podcast, whatever. And then um, I like mentioned something about how I mentioned the car in one of the episodes. And he's like, oh, like what car are you manifesting? I was like, oh, like a Porsche Cayenne. Like I really like it. I'm like, I think I'll want it in like the next two years. Maybe I'll change my mind. We'll see what happens. But like, I think that could be like a good next car. And then he literally was like, like, really? Like, and I was just like, yeah. And he's like, well, how do you think you're going to get that? Like, it was sort of this like doubt and this sort of like surprise of like, you have the audacity to think you're going to have a Porsche. And I'm like, sir, I don't think you know who I am. Like, I don't (laughs) think you know the energy and the vibes and like what's going on here. Because clearly if you knew me. You would know that, like, I 100% believe, obviously, in manifestation. Yeah. And, like, if you have a dream and you have an idea, like, it can be po- – it's, like, not only possible for you, but it can yeah. literally be your reality if you choose to have that thing. And so he's sitting there, like, telling me, like, about this. And I'm like, no, you're just – you're wrong, you yeah. know? Ugh. Like, <laughs> yeah, the thing ahead. is that, that that is definitely the type of doubt that would not trigger me to think, oh, I can't get it. It would actually only intensify, like, oh, no, I'm getting this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. mm-hmm. you were talking about the small minds, and there you go. So, no, of course, of course, goodbye, date, goodbye. <laughs> Um, I have to go beep. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I literally sometimes I do like when people kind of have that reaction because I'm just like, oh, you don't know about True. me. Like, you don't yeah, know the vibes that we are working with over here. Yes. Like, exactly. you're going to find out soon enough, but you know, I won't be chatting <laughs> with you. But. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. Well, good for you. You know what? The next guy that you tell that to, if he's not on board, he's like, hell yeah, you're getting that car. And I'm excited. I hope I get to drive in shotgun with literally. you. Literally. Unless he says that, <laughs> he doesn't deserve you. You are so right. The standards are high. I did a TikTok today. Literally, what was the sound? It was like, you know that sound where it was like, um, 
do you not go on dates or something like that? And it's like, the girl's like, no, or wait, it was like, do guys not ask you out? And she's like, yeah, they do. I just don't go out with them or like what? I'm totally butchering that, but I did that sound. I don't know the sound, but I feel like I know what you're you talking know the, about. Yeah. Like, when you're like calling in a very specific high vibe, high standard, like romantic partner and relationship. And so it's like, you know, some yeah. people ask y'all, you gotta be like, listen. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All I have to say is do not ever settle for a man. I'm glad that you, you know, I have extremely high standards, but I'm so happy being single with myself that I would not settle for someone that's not going to, you know, meet the standards that I feel today being single. And mm-hmm. so, oh, I know. So even though you're manifesting your man, yeah. I mean, because you're a big energy, a force of nature. Mm-hmm. He's just got to be like, whew. He's got to be extremely worth it. Yeah, like get with the program, sir. <laughs> no, but I literally feel the same. I actually, it's so crazy. I had like a moment. Uh, what was it? Yesterday? It was literally yesterday. It feels like days ago. But I deleted all my dating apps because I have been like dating since I got to Dallas. Like I, you know, literally going on dates like almost every week. Good like just you. trying to trying to put myself out here, like really trying to put myself out here. And in all of that time, it's gotten me to a place where I just have felt like very energetically frustrated, drained. And the message I kept getting that I kept wanting to ignore (laughs) was that like right now I need to like focus on what I'm building. I need to focus on myself because the person that I'm attracting and the person that I'm calling in and the person that's sort of going to be that partner for me, he's busy doing the same and we're going to meet up at the right time. And like, he's not on these apps. Like, just not, you know what I mean? Like it just kept getting to a point where I was getting so frustrated. I'm hitting this wall and I kept hitting the wall over and over and over. And I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, why am I literally doing this to myself when I could be over here recording a podcast episode? (laughs) Dude, I have to say, like, I hate the whole when I was 27 because I feel like it's not that much of a difference and I hate ageism and everything. Oh, my gosh. But no, (laughs) I tell me, give me give me the key. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say that when, yeah, I was 27, I had the exact same whisper from the universe because I really wanted to find my person I really want to find love and every year mm-hmm. I've been told the same thing that it just it's not right now you are literally becoming more of a force of nature every year just being single on your own this is this is supposed to be your path right now and yeah. you'll know why when you meet him you'll know why it took time and you'll know why it took so long and to be honest well according to yeah. my astrology chart too it's not likely going to be until 2023 and we are almost there to that and we I, are almost there I'm almost there, but I've known this for so long. And like, though I do like to date and I like to, you know, have fun, but like, you know, I've got to have fun, Mm -hmm. but I I just know that like my person, it's going to take, it's taken time and I'm fully okay with that because I'm really embodying me and while he's doing that for him. So I literally had the same whisper and it's, this is probably one of the most synchronistic reasons why we're connecting Yeah, because I want to reiterate to you how real that is. Mm -hmm. Those men, they have somebody out there that's great for them, but man, they're not even close to the guy that is the guy for you. Oh my God. I literally feel that in my soul. It's so funny. I had an astrology reading the other day. Um, I didn't get the the year because it was just like a snapshot of 2022 only. Right. But literally the reading, and I'm going to have this woman um come on the podcast because she's amazing. And literally awesome. the reading was like, this year, like it's for your business. Like it's you and your business. And she was like, your business is literally going to be 
taking off this year. Yeah. And like, you cannot be distracted. <laughs> like oh, that was she was like, amen. you can't be distracted because if someone yep. comes in, they may like pull you off of that path. And in order for you to do what you were literally destined to do, because it was like, has something to do with like the different nodes and like my destiny. Yes. It was like, you have to just like lock in this year. There's not like, <laughs> that's it. And it was kind of like one of those things where I was happy hearing it. Like, oh, the business like, great. But I was also like, oh, look at what this person could like be with me on the journey. <laughs> I was like, he's coming later. Okay. He can come in later. But like yep. this year, it's literally you, oh. like you and you. Oh my God. So I love that. And as your business grows and flourishes, I mean, you're only going to be connecting with a higher vibe. Man, like I think that there's just such a great alignment with that. And that's all, that's what you deserve. And also, so mm-hmm. I, I just entered my 30s and I feel like I'm reliving my 20s again in my 30s. So it's like even in the next decade that's about to come, you don't have to feel like, oh, this is the decade I have to settle for life. You know, like I don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. And so there's no rush. Focus on you. and your, I, love yeah. it. I love what your astrologer said because that's exactly that's exactly what it seems, even though I don't know you and I don't know what's right for you, but that just feels right knowing you that for feels oh, right. this short it, time. Yeah. Yeah. No, she said it to me. And, you know, like I said, there's some things you just know intuitively and sometimes you're sent like a person to say it. So I'm also not surprised we're connected and you're literally reiterating the message that she gave me. That's wild. I mm-hmm. think it's sort of like the confirmation, like, you know, sometimes, but Sometimes we do look for external validation and confirmation of what we know internally. And that was that moment for me. And this again is also that moment for me. So it is just, it's, it's one of those things. And again, I literally don't think it's like a coincidence at all that I just leave the apps. I was like doubting like, oh God, should I like get back on bubble? Oh my God. Like, am I missing out on hinge? Like, (laughs) oh. I know. And you're like, listen, no. And it's fun to go on. It's fun until you get bitter and annoyed. And then you have to delete them for a little bit because I was in that place where I was just like, why are all of this? (laughs) So, yeah. I know. I know. I had to like disconnect from the emotion of wanting a boyfriend to just, oh, I'm talking to guys because I like talking to guys and this is fun. That was when I was ready to do that. There were so many years where I was not ready to do that. Mm -hmm. No, I feel that. I absolutely feel that. Are you ready for some rapid fire? I am. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I struggle with this, but I'm like, I, I like pause. Oh, it's simple. I overthink oh, it's the, rap, the rapid part. But yes. Okay. Let's go ahead. You know what? Let's be honest. I, I should call it random fire. I do sometimes call it random fire because I don't think any guess really is rapid. There's been one guess, one a guess that was rapid and I was like sh- surprised. It was startling. We were shook. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait, <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, sage or Palo Santo, if any. Ooh, sage. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite form of body mm-hmm. movement, a favorite exercise? Oh, I do. I love lifting. All right. Find me in the weight section at your local – actually, no, just I'll be in the house. Don't talk to yourself. <laughs> Don't talk to yourself. Um, how about <laughs> – your local. How about a fave crystal? Ooh, I don't know how to say it properly. I think it's like black tur- tourmaline, tourmaline. Yeah. I have a ring and I wear it every day for like protection. Love that one. That's like literally – beautiful then yeah you're you don't have to worry about people interfering with your manifestations you're good Mm -hmm. i'm like blessed Um, baby walk around and let people know you are blessed that's what you gotta do (laughs) oh my gosh and then okay we talked about this earlier before we started recording your Mm -hmm. Mm myers-briggs infj sometimes intj (laughs) on the days i make the lists (laughs) (laughs) on the day (laughs) It really depends. And so you're the rarest type. You're mm-hmm. the you're the rarity. Mm-hmm. Enneagram. Three. 
I don't know the wing though. Okay. What is your happy place? My home, <laughs> my bed, <laughs> tourist vibes, literal tourist yes. vibes. Like I spend 95% of my time in my house and I am not upset about it at all. Love it here. <laughs> Ooh, what are your big three? Uh, so Taurus Sun, Cancer Moon, Aquarius Rising. Oh, love it. And then um, animal you connect with most, if any. I love a good dog. Um, I love a good dog too. I love a good dog. Uh, but I will say I've been like liking cats lately as well. Like I was never a cat person growing up, but like cats, right. cats are a good vibe. So, but I would say dog for sure. They, they are. Yeah. Is it TikTok? Did TikTok like turn you to cats? It was Twitter. I kept seeing cat pictures on Twitter, like people <laughs> posting their cats in like the most random, hilarious positions. And I was like, mm, this, they, they seem cool. They seem like cool animals. <laughs> By the way, I can't believe I did not just tell you. Cancer moons are like some of my favorite. I'm a Cancer rising. <gasps> and so oh. I really connect with Cancer moons. Oh my God. This is why we're vibing. This is it. Yes. Oh, 1000%. Um, do you happen to have a morning routine? It sounds like you like lists and you like organization, so you might. <laughs> I do, actually. So typically I wake up uh, around 6.30 or so. I do the thing you're not supposed to do. Like I'm on my phone. I check Instagram, email, Twitter, YouTube. <laughs> oh, whatever. Like you're not minutes. supposed to do you're it. You're not supposed to do it, but I do it. I love it. I live for my morning emails. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like, you're supposed to do whatever you want to do. That's how I feel. Because one thing about yeah. me is I love the Bath and Body Works emails in the morning, okay? They get me happy. <laughs> I'm like ready for the day. Perfect. Um, and then I, I get up. I like, you know, get ready for the gym, pre-workout. I like dance in the morning. Love to do that. Yeah. And then workout. Um, and then after my workout, sometimes I'll grab like a Starbucks or a coffee from La La Land. It depends. There's a Starbucks literally right next to my gym. This Perfect. is a problem. This is why this happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is so convenient. Let me just like pop over. And then, yeah, and I get back, shower. I will sometimes do like a devotional reading in the morning and just kind of like tap in that way. So it, like, honestly, it kind of just depends. Like sometimes I will journal if I'm like, feeling called to journal in the morning like I'll journal about a specific thing though like I yeah. don't just like do a journal to journal like I, ha I have to be called to journal about a specific thing yeah and then get dressed get ready um and then either hop in my office to work or I'll go to like Barnes and Noble or a coffee shop and work that is a morning mm -hmm. that is a happy morning I love, I love it. it how about breakfast do you have a favorite oh, breakfast? oh I didn't even say eat <laughs> Starbucks. I did say Starbucks. I'm like, wait, where was the food? Starbucks. What's your Starbucks order? Oh, What's your my Starbucks gosh. Okay, lately, because I'm not a hot drink person, but apparently lately <laughs> I am, I get the salted caramel mocha with oat milk, no whip. And Yum. let me tell you something. Apparently Starbucks is out of salt. I don't know what is going on, but they're like, the drink wasn't supposed to be a thing this year. So they're like, we have the toffee nut, but we don't have the salt. So the, it's just like a toffee nut latte, I think. Like, I think. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I've been driving around to like different Starbucks looking for salt. I'm tempted to bring my okay. own pink Himalayan salt to the shop. I'm tempted. But <laughs> like, <laughs> you should just do it. They're gonna just be like, damn. It. Um, it's even we, better than theirs anyway. We just can't. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my drink now. But yeah, it's, I know, it's wild. But <laughs> I also love a good, um, what is it called? Just a, I used to say like, Caramel macchiato, like put make it mm -hmm. upside down, but I guess that's just a latte, but like with oat milk, caramel. What does that mean? Because upside down is when they do um the milk for wait, 
What do they do? Wait, no, they do the espresso and then they put the milk on top because I like when they mix up the espresso with the syrups because if they don't do it upside down or like a latte version, then you have all the coagulated caramel at the bottom and it's just cold and like sits there and it's like a booger when you sip it. So I like for them to mix it up with the, you know, with the espresso to like melt it and then put that in with the milk so then everything is just like sweet and mixed together. You know, you know, I'm so boring with my Starbucks order. I just, I, if I do good, to Starbucks, I'll get a uh, Americano with oat milk. Boring. I know. Listen, we like what we like. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that at all. We like what we, we like. We do. We like what we like. And as long as you enjoy your order. Yes, I do. All right. You could gift everyone you know a book, just one book. What would that book be? Oh, I have it. Conversations with God. Oh, yeah. By, Neil, I think his name is like Neil, Neil Donald. Neil something. N- Neil. Wait. Mr. ND, yes. Yes. Conversation. I'm fact checking this right now. Hold on. Uh, Conversations with God is, oh, Neil Donald Walsh. You're right. Neil D. Okay. I was, well, I was going to say Donaldson. So I was kind of close, close. but not quite there. Yeah. I was going to say, I almost said Neil Diamond. That's even better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) It is a diamond book. It is is a diamond book. Honestly. It is a diamond book. Yeah. Truly, truly, truly. So, so good. And then this is the last question that I ask all the Euro Magic guests. How would you advise the Euro Magic listeners to create their own magic? Ooh, I would say create your own magic by literally tossing out all of the how should I do this and the 5 a.m. morning routines and the like, you need to make sure you're journaling every day and saying affirmations 50 times a day and do what you're called to do and what feels right to you. Like it's going to look a little different to everyone, but I think honestly, as long as you're listening to your intuition, so that does mean taking action and you're, you know, having fun with it, like visualizing when you want to visualize, like, you know, thinking big and dreaming big that you can manifest your dream life. Like, I don't think it needs to look the same for everyone because Lord knows I don't do half the things that apparently you're supposed to do. (laughs) (laughs) I freaking love you. Oh my God. That ease, that ease of just knowing like you don't have Mm -hmm. to do all the things, just do what flows for you in that moment literally yes magical yes i feel like that's a book am i getting a book vibe from you right you, now you could write this i think this could be your next oh book. i love it okay i actually do have a book idea in mind but <laughs> it is not this but you know Ooh. maybe this will be like book number two <laughs> maybe second um deandra i love your energy i literally <laughs> I, I was kind of feeling a little like down before this you <gasps> no. literally lifted my spirits oh my gosh and i just absolutely adore you you are more than welcome to come on the show anytime because you are just so fun and also wise so wise so smart <laughs> Where can everyone connect with you? Yeah. So before I give the the drop the links, um, this was so much fun. So thank you so much for inviting me on. Um, we're going to have to chat about you coming on oh. Manifest Daily because clearly this is going to be an amazing Hell conversation. Yeah. So let's like Hell chat about yeah. that, you when, know? I'm there. <laughs> yes. Heck yes. Um, so I'm there. Yes. You can find me on Instagram at The Manifest Daily. I had to put the the in front of it, you guys, because Manifest Daily was taken. And, you know, Instagram is not going to just help you out if you – like are not um, uh-uh. a celebrity. <laughs> so so it's the Manifest Daily on Instagram. Uh, also on TikTok. I'm like literally working on like building TikTok up now. Um, TheManifestDaily.com as well. And then on Twitter, I'm like, it's D Nicolette. So D-H-E-X 
N-I-C-O-L-E-T-T-E. I retweet a lot of things though. <laughs> so I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh, I lurk and retweet. <laughs> so yeah. Instagram is the best okay, place. Okay. Good to know. Beautiful name. Your mama as well. And I'm Same. just so happy we connected and you're again, welcome on anytime. And oh my gosh, this was amazing. Thank you. Thank you as well. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.